This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of transphobia in job searching and the current political climate. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jen. My name is CJ, and we are your co-conspirators in trying to figure out whatever it is that's on the, uh, whatever it is that, uh, cis people think it is that we're plotting. Yeah. Um, I was about to say what's on their agenda, but, like, do they have one? We haven't touched on that. I, I, I think they're, they're not very organized. I think it's just a mess. Mm. But we're very organized. So what's on our bi schedule? <laughs> <laughs> Jen's like, we're back on track now. <laughs> I'm trying to work on my segues. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, on the bi schedule is we're talking to Carter. And then we're going to play a game. Hi. Hi, Carter. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm pretty swell. How are you? D- doing doing all right. Yeah. Did some work. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday yeah. was my birthday, so I'm just peachy. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Thank That's you. so exciting. <laughs> I was there and can confirm it was chock-a-block full of everything you think Jen's party would look like. Dinosaurs. Glitter. Glittery dinosaurs. <laughs> it was all wow. there. That's, that's truly dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell us a little about you, Carter. Yeah, so um, I am a genderqueer-identified kid who currently lives in New Jersey. I'm a nurse, um, and I actually grew up in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, wow. so home of the Amish. What up? Oh. None of them are listening because they don't have electricity, but that's mm-hmm. right. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I grew up there until I was 14, and then somehow I made my way over here, which was a better place to come out, truly, because you know Amish folks don't really love gays, but... What are you going to do? Um, so, yeah, um, I made my way here. Uh, I went to Rutgers University. Um, I recently graduated, and now I'm a nurse. And I do, like, nurse things, you know? I listen to people with stethoscopes. <laughs> that is a nurse thing, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually at this point I ask people about their queer journey, but I feel like you gave us a really good just, like... Like we cut to the point. Summary. Yeah. Yeah. The highlights. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's it's been a ride. That was definitely a Sparknotes version. But um if you want to get into it, we're here. More. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Um it's your Yeah, episode. so like um like just going back a long time ago when I was like a little kid, I used to dress up in my brother's clothes. I'm the youngest of five. And he'd be like, ew, that's gross. And I'd be like, you're gross. Yeah. <laughs> there. Yeah. Um, and so I would, like, steal his clothes and his boxers, and I thought I was super cool. And I got myself, like, a nice pair of baggy jeans from Salvation Army with a polo that was, like, in the boys' section. Mm. I was stoked. 
um, and I got, like, this shaggy haircut, um, all these, like, stereotypical <laughs> gender role male-identified things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is just what I do. And then I discovered YouTube, and I would watch, like, videos upon videos without, like, truly knowing who I am yet. Um, and so I'd, like, be in bed late at night watching YouTube on my laptop and be like, this is just interesting. You know, like, kind of denying the fact that I am who I am. Because I didn't really know yet. Um, and then, you know, I made my way into high school, and by the time I was in high school, I was living in New Jersey. Um, which was pretty cool. We had, uh, it was like gay prom. We called it gala. Oh, um, cute. Right? We love a prom. I know, it was dreamy. And, um, at that point I was out as bisexual in school, but of course, like I didn't tell anyone in my family. And mm-hmm. so I went with, uh, this other person who, um, later came out trans as well, which is pretty wild. Ain't that the and way. so... Um, you know, we had a really delightful time, and then I came out as a lesbian, and then I went to college, and all of a sudden, I found, like, a language for the things I was experiencing, and I was like, oh my god, this is who I am, I'm, like, totally trans, why didn't I know this? (laughs) (laughs) Where have these words been my whole life? Yeah, that's, that's, like, I feel like a lot of our guests and, like, people in general, like, have that moment where they're like, oh, shit, there's words for this. What? Right? <laughs> yes. It's amazing how much language, like, has enlightened me. Like, I don't think I ever would have realized that what I was experiencing was a thing if it wasn't for, like, some of the most amazing classes I took, mm. which also introduced me to some of the most amazing people. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> that's everything. Thanks for the therapy session. I'll talk to you later. Hey, that's what we do here. That is what podcasts right? is for. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Why would I pay for a therapist? I'm a producer of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about uh, today because Facebook Memories showed me a picture from when I was in college and like. Even college, I didn't really have the words for who I was, but, like, I really, like, butched up my entire look and was wearing my partner's, uh, who is a man, uh, my partner's clothes literally all the time. And at one point, I asked him, like, would you still love me if I wasn't a girl? And he was like, you weren't doing that already? And then we just (laughs) left it at that forever and did not bring it up again until I was a crisp 24 years old. That is my favorite yeah. story. And it's like, <laughs> how beneficial would it have been if I knew the word for the thing and didn't just go, well, I'm not a boy, so case closed. Right. Yeah. yeah. I hear that. Oh. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Like, I was, so I actually was in college for, like, way too many years. Um, well, you're I, a nurse, right? That, that seems like the yeah. good amount of years. <laughs> Well, you know, it takes the, I took the bachelor's route, so it takes four years. Right. But nobody really completes a degree in four years anymore. Right. Um, Mm. And so because of like my whole discovering myself and things like that, I actually left school for two years. And so I ended up graduating in the seven year plan. Talk about a super, super, super senior. It's what I was going for the whole time. I just wanted to be like extra special. Yeah. So you were just, you were just there and then you were there. And then you were there. Sometimes you have to take a gender yeah. sabbatical. Mm. <laughs> Honestly. 
men. Ooh, do you think I could get out of work, like, if I say I'm taking a gender sabbatical because would love that. I fully support the attempt. <laughs> I will let you know how it goes. They will yeah. tell Although, me to fuck off. I have to tell you to be careful because I don't know if you've been paying attention to the shitty world that we live in, but on October 8th, discrimination laws are probably going to become legal for discriminating against us LGBT folk. Cute. Cool, 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 cool. Isn't that great? Yeah, what a fun I went dude. to the Supreme Court and I was like, I guess I'll just cry. Oh. October 8th is actually the, my first day in work and I was like, well, I guess I, do I use my dead name? Like, what do I do so I don't get fired on my first day? Mm. Yeah. So, mm. it's a shitty world, you know? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. that's like such a pain to consider. I mean, pain being like the bare minimum of it, but like trying to balance like even finding a job in the first place with... I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you were there, Jane. I still kind of am, honestly. But yeah. yeah, like the job market is already horrible. And then to like, on the, the like, <laughs> to bring gender into... I, I just didn't. So like on the first day of, at my current new retail job, everyone's just like, ah, the new girl, she, she, her, she girl. And I'm just like, I, I, they're not wrong, but they're not right. And I don't, yeah. I'm not... <laughs> This is a craft store. It's a bunch of like middle-aged women. I'm not gonna start that battle. Yeah, for sure. Oh my goodness. I tried starting that battle at my old job, and it's like for the most part, I had like a lot of really cool coworkers. But it's amazing how much like the two women who are so angry can change my experience. Like those mm-hmm. two women who like just had no interest in making any effort. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I'm going to fondly rename them Betty and Geraldine, and I'll tell you what, they can go have a pleasant life somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah, Betty and Geraldine. (laughs) Oh, roast. (laughs) I feel like that has the same energy as the Southern bless your heart, where it's Mm. like, you go have a pleasant life somewhere else. (laughs) Uh, Whenever I was really angry when I would drive, um, I used to, because I feel like it's pretty bad to wish like death upon someone like I get pretty sure. bad road rage but I won't go that far mm-hmm. so my go-to when I was in high school would be like oh I hope that you shit yourself and you don't have a change of pants oh my Ooh. god that's like pretty that's pretty rotten yeah I mm. listen like I don't want to die but I also don't want that to happen to me <laughs> right. I've, I've uh for a while there was like talking to someone about their ex and it's like I think what we ended up saying is like, I hope they step in a wet spot in the bathroom while they're wearing socks. Ooh. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so, Carter, I would love to chat with you because um, the way that you and I met each other was uh, through you um, advertising for the uh, Sam and Devorah Foundation. Um, and I'd love to yeah. chat more about that because it seemed cool as hell. Yeah, uh, the Sam and Devorah Foundation is the dreamiest foundation in the world. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I am part of them. Sure. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the Sam and Devorah Foundation for Trans Youth is based in New Jersey. Um, and we basically host retreats uh, every year for trans youth, which is like this super cool program that we do. Um, 
we go up to Massachusetts to the Berkshires, which is this beautiful area. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great because there are so many folks, especially trans folks, who don't have access to the outdoors. And so we go there and we have a retreat where we talk about our experiences as queer people in the universe. And it's amazing. These kids are so insightful. Like we have 13 year old kids who are telling us about their experiences and their intersectionalities. And I'm like sitting here, like I didn't learn about that until I was 18 and you're 13. Um, And so I just cry the whole time (laughs) because they're so wise. Um, so we have, like, a lot of really deep things, and then we also have a lot of fun, and we, like, go on hikes and do, like, you know, gender-affirming yoga technique lessons and all sorts of really cool stuff. So that's really, like, what we do. It's a fun part to be in. I, um, I've been a counselor with them for a while, and, um, because I have history-running groups in one of my jobs... I ran, like, one of our bigger discussion groups, which is really cool. Um, Honestly, I've never learned so much from children before in my life until I started this job. That's awesome. That sounds... Yeah. yeah. Um, I I would love to uh, clarify because, like, when you said it, I was like, that's absolutely right. But just, like, for the purpose of our uh, listeners, when you say, like, that um, trans... uh, people and like kids don't have access to the outdoors would you mind like clarifying on that yeah so depending on um the abilities of people and the support that they get and you know uh just the demographics and where a lot of trans folks are um living especially when they're older but also youth is that we navigate towards cities where we have the healthcare that's available and where those things are access or accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore, by moving to those areas, if we're even able to do that, um, we kind of lose, like, areas that have grass, mm-hmm. other than, like, between the cracks and the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's that. And then, like, just the support aspect of it, because um, when we have young trans people who don't live in supportive environments, it's not always possible to do the activities like going outside and participating in hikes or just playing capture the flag and running around and being foolish. Um, it's not really the easiest thing to do. And especially for young people who are discovering themselves and not comfortable with their bodies or, um, you know, how they present, um, that, that can be an activity that's avoided. And so, in our space because everybody's of this, um, not the same experience, but because everybody's experience is different, but the same overall experience, it's really freeing and the kids just open up so much. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the, the past like uh, year or so that I've been more like out as non-binary, I have definitely noticed the change in my ability to, like, exist outside because it's, like, okay, so what do I do with my bathing suit? Like, what do you, like, if I'm, if I'm, like, I'm, like, taking trips to places I usually go, but now I'm, like, 
can I even wear my binder like while taking these like long trips? But like I can't, but also like I'm then like nervous about how like like the cisgender gaze and all that. So like being right. in a space that is more like everybody here is like sort of on the same page there. It's like I I feel definitely feel in general a lot less pressure to like do that sort of performative thing, like wearing binders and stuff like that in trans predominant spaces because I know like generally they get it yeah exactly I mean it's really wild so um as somebody who um didn't always bind and before I knew who I was and you know what was comfortable for me um there was so much privilege in just being able to go out and even if it wasn't necessarily comfortable like knowing that it was okay Mm -hmm. to wear it like whether it's a bikini or like types of shorts and whatever. And so now um, I'm actually post-op now. So I've had top surgery Mm -hmm. and I'm still like, can I go swim in a pool? Mm -hmm. Um, And should I wear like a shirt? I don't want to. I want everybody to see my designer nipples, you know, like I (laughs) paid enough money that everybody should see my nipples. But um, (laughs) unfortunately, I might get murdered if I do that. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's really wild. Um, even just, like, the other day I was shopping at Marshall's, which is the dreamiest, like, Marshall's Home Goods. It's my favorite place to go. Um, and I went into the fitting room, and I went to the, quote-unquote, like, women's fitting room just out of habit because I don't always think I present as I'd like to. Mm-hmm. And I got kicked out of it, which was wild. I've never been in that situation Hmm. until after I got surgery and I was so shook that like I was like okay I this is like what I wanted but I just didn't realize it would ever happen and I also don't identify as a man so it was like I don't know where I belong yeah but I was so shocked that I just thanked the lady and then I walked out of the fitting room and I didn't even try on my clothes Mm. Hey, there you go. Thank goodness. Yeah. I had something. Yeah, going. Sorry, go ahead. No, just that I had a similar experience where I entered a women's space because I didn't think I would like, quote unquote, pass as a man, even though, again, not a guy. And then somebody was like, hey, sir, you're not supposed to be here. And it's like, well, where the fuck do you want me to go, dude? There's nowhere. There's nothing. I know. Mm -hmm. It's wild. Like, it's one experience to be um, perceived as a cisgender woman because so often I am perceived as a cisgender woman Mm -hmm. just because of my voice and because people who knew me before I came out. And that's so painful. Mm -hmm. And then when people perceive me as a guy, whether it's cisgender or trans, I don't really know if people perceive me in any type of way there, but I've been third before. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is better, but it's not what I'm going for. And so finding a space where I can just be genderqueer and, like, exist, yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't know where to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. We need Uh, more words. (laughs) Yes. I know, right? More words, more spaces. It's law. Yeah. Um... All right, uh, what is something you would like to tell cishet people for the very last time and then you never have to hear about it again? Be donezo. Oh, cishet people for the very last time. What do I want to tell them? Yes. Um, let us live, please. Um, 
it into your box doesn't mean you have to put us into a separate box. Mm-hmm. We're not, like, born to be compartmentalized away. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's what I got. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, that's a great one, though. Like, just let people do their thing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, um, I don't, I mean, I am all about being outside of my box, or outside of that box, and I want to, like, be outside of the box. I don't want to be, like, outside of the box in another box. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, I see so many people be like, okay, there's men, there's women, and then there's non-binary. And it's like, not, not everybody who's not a man or a woman fits in the non-binary box, wants to be in the non-binary box. Also, P.S., you can't just shift from a binary to an, I don't know, try, 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 whatever. You can't make it from, you can't make it from two to three. Like, the solution isn't third box. Yeah. (laughs) People really want... It's just so easy for people who have never been in that experience to do that because they just have no idea. And it's, like, not hard to learn, but people, like, are okay with being ignorant. Yeah. And it's, like, there's, like, a natural inclination to, like, categorize people. Like, that's, like, a pretty, like... So she, like, sociology speaking, like, that is, like, that is a pattern that, like, people try to establish patterns and all that, but maybe yeah. recognize when you're doing that, and then Yeah, like, don't. there's nothing cute about ignorance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, so, what is on your gay agenda? healthcare as a trans person, my gay agenda is to change the world in terms of healthcare. Um, I really want to see our system expand and um, create equitable care for LGBT folks all over Mm -hmm. Um, because we don't have that. And like, whether it's issues with insurance or just finding a place where, um, you know, a doctor will ask me my pronouns. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not be, like, scared off or, like, one time I went into a doctor's office who asked my pronouns and then got to the pregnancy question and was like, well, I guess we don't have to worry about that. And um, uh, what? Uh? Like, what? <laughs> huh? Like, what? <laughs> Trans so, people like, can still get pregnant. a healthcare system that, like, makes sense and creates this equitable place where we can have equal outcomes because of the fact that we're catering to our population mm-hmm. how dreamy would that be i would love it a lot It'd be very dreamy yes i know oh god the amount of like ex- the the sheer amount of like fucking ridiculous experiences i've had like trying to go to a doctor even just like a regular doctor for a run-of-the-mill thing one time i went to an urgent care and on the forms, uh, like, it had, like, male or female, and I, like, I was there because I was having a panic attack so hard, I thought I was dying, so I was like, I don't fucking have time to, like, unpack non-binary genders (laughs) for this form. I'm I'm gonna check off female, like, I know that's not true, but it's a fucking urgent care and KOP, like, it's not gonna matter in the long run. And then, um, uh, I get my, um, out- 
outpatient forms, yeah, like at the yeah. end of the thing. Right. And then it's like, dead name is a 25-year-old male who presents these. And I was like, okay, so you don't read the fucking form. <laughs> you did an EKG, so I know you saw my titties. <laughs> like. Oh my God. I so you're, I, like, you're. The, 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 like, none of it was consistent. If they were like, this is a trans man, I'd be like, all right, but I did check female on the, th- like, where, <laughs> where is any of that? And why did you put my dead name? <laughs> like, right. none of it made sense. <laughs> I was like, just, this is all nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, I would, I would love healthcare to notice that, trans and non-binary and all like that 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 we're all we're all just doing it Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know and we need to expand we can't just be in cities like right now it makes sense like i get it yeah because you know that's just like where the center of all of us are right now like it's easily accessible a city unless you live in like rural missouri yeah. Like, what city are you going to go to in rural Missouri? Like, how do... I don't know. I'm from New Jersey. And even in Pennsylvania, I mean, you all know, there's enough resources to get by. Yeah. To get by. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're going further out west. But then even further out west, you get to Pittsburgh. So there's another city. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm not from Missouri. I've never been to Missouri. But I imagine that there's, like, maybe negative four resources there. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, actively, like, rescinding the amount of resource in the air. I can't name right. a single city in Missouri <laughs> at all. Right. Yeah, no, I put on my thinking cap real hard, and I, I cannot. I'm coming I'm, up blank. I'm sorry if anyone's listening from Missouri. If you're listening from Missouri, tweet at us. Tell uh, us it's one city. at It's at Gay Agenda Cast, and let us know what city is in Missouri. Or cities. I'm optimistic. Do you have a capital? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Yes. We all have fun with our bits, but also healthcare. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Jen, you want to lead us in a game? Okay, yes. All right. So uh, I went back to my my, uh, Ask Me Another ripping off roots. um, And I put together a little wordplay trivia game for today. Oh, boy. So I hope you like wordplay. (laughs) I do. Um, I'm like a big fan for the dad joke. Well, buckle up. You you came to the right place, my friend. I I am a student of the dad joke. Uh, I I usually come up with a cute little name for these games, and I didn't for this one, so I'm going to come up with one right now. Uh, It's called transformative words. I don't know. Okay. All right. I'll take it. Because (laughs) Embrace it. That's it. Transformative words. Here we go. It might sound a little complicated as I'm explaining it, but I promise it's I, I'm just bad at explaining things. It's not a hard game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're doing well so far. Keep it up. The answer to each of these riddles, let's call them, is a word that starts with the prefix trans. Yay. All right. Uh, right. So I'm going to give your hints are going to be the actual literal definition of the full word that mm-hmm. starts with the prefix trans. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to make a fun goof about how 
I am not cis and might use the latter half of the word. So like, for example, transform, I might make a joke involving form. And then you would know all of these have trans in front of them. Got it. Does that make sense? Noted. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You did a great job. Oh, thank you. I'll give you 10 points for explanation. Oh my goodness. I get points. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know I was playing. Okay. All right. Your first hint. Ahem. A word to describe something see-through or obvious. Transparent. Oh. <laughs> Crushed it, Carter. Crushed it. You're right. The second half of the hit was... To be honest, I was just hoping you were going to use something that was like see-through. Like, that was the only word I had in my mind. Oh, All right. You I had that backed up. Yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. Um, the Obviously second half example. of the hint was, uh, or what I, a person who does not identify as the gender I was assigned at birth, will definitely call myself if I ever have children. All right. <laughs> Transparent. Perfect. There we go. All, All right. right. Um, uh, to conduct business, like a purchase or sale, or when I, a non-binary, perform in a Shakespearean play. Uh, see, it was all downhill after Transparent. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Say it again. I'm feeling sad now. I'm so oh, no, 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 you got this. Sad. You got this. So, and if it helps, you can call a lifeline. The lifeline is CJ. <laughs> hey. <laughs> to conduct business. All right, wait, repeat. Yes, to conduct business like a purchase or sale, or when I, a non-binary, perform a Shakespearean play. Is it transaction? I will accept transaction. I wrote transact, but I will 100%. Th- that's in the, it. They're the same thing. Woo, you did it. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. See power here. There we go. You're doing it. All right. There's two more. <laughs> uh, conveyance or transportation from one place to another, like a bus or a train. Or a spooky movie about a clown monster that I, a non-cis person, have mixed feelings about. <laughs> uh, transit. Transit. Yes. <laughs> Can you give a one sentence? Can you give a one-sentence summary of your mixed feelings about it? Um, it might be a run-on sentence, but it's, uh, I like, I like spoopy, spoopy movies, and I think the first movie is, um, very creative in its use of dread and scare, um, flawed source material and sloppy execution in part two. All right. If you want more deets, tweet at me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Your final hint. To turn from one language to another, like English to French, or me, a genderqueer person who is never on time for anything in my life, not even once. What is translate for 500? Yes! Yes. That's 500 points to you. (laughs) You did it. You aced with flying colors the game that I guess I called transformative words. That was beautiful. Thank you, thank you. I also just came up with a theme song, but I gotta tell you, the theme song was kind of like a medical drama in the 90s. <laughs> it, it was one step away from the Doogie Hauser theme. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, I like it though. Thank it's, you. It's dramatic. Uh, so Carter, thank you so much for chatting with us. Um, is there anything that you would like to uh, plug, hype up? I know you wanted to give a shout out to Amplio Fitness. Yeah, shout out to Amplio Fitness. Uh, 
my homies Bell and Rob, who are the founders of it at this super awesome gym. Um, and it's like a fitness facility where they do all gender affirming um, practice there. Uh, they do yoga and Reiki and um, gender affirmation programs. So shout out to Bell and Rob of Amplio Fitness in Ohio, somewhere in Ohio near Cleveland, I think Rocky Hill. And um, shout out to everybody who's listening. Because y'all are great. Um, And, uh, yeah, shout out to you, TJ and Jen. Oh, oh, us? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Golly. Awesome. That that all sounds awesome. I would love a fitness center that is more queer affirming than the Planet Fitness I signed up for. (laughs) Yeah, but y'all get pizza. Well, I, I'm never there on the pizza day. That's probably for the better. I go to LA Fitness, and literally today, I was like, I'm leaving because there was a Trump minivan outside of the gym. Yuck. Blech. Use <laughs> your newfound muscles to flip the car. Right? <laughs> I was like, come at me, bro. Yeah. Come at me. Mm. Yeah. You ain't got nothing on this queer ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mess that man up. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real gay agenda. Fucking flip vans. Honestly. I I practice flipping vans on the daily. Oh. Alright, you can lead the you can lead the charge on that front. Yes. When the revolution comes, Carter will be flipping vans. That's your department. Alright, uh Jen, you wanna plug your stuff? Uh yeah, if you wanna tweet at me about it or Capitals of states, I guess. Specifically Missouri. <laughs> I want to hear Missouri facts. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at underscore glittergoblin underscore. And I link to my other social medias from there usually sometimes. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to plug a personal project before I get into the uh, podcasting business. Uh, right now I am co-directing and um, starring in a production of Ghost Quartet that is going to be happening in Woo. Philly October 24th through 27th. Um, we have an Indigo go up for it as well as like tickets are on sale for it. Um, this is a dream project of mine that I've been working on with my friend and past guest Josh for the last year. Um, and we're really getting into the final stretch here. Um, everyone in the cast is queer and three of us are non-binary, um, out of four. So it's a fucking gay as shit production, so do stop by. I love that. Gotta have your token sis. We have one token sis and she's also been on the podcast. (laughs) That's, that's the long con of running a podcast. You just, uh, pull from that, um, circle of people. (laughs) In any case, uh, back to podcast stuff. Uh, if you can find us on iTunes, if you like us, please um, give us a rating, leave a review, um, tell all of your cishet friends to listen to it and educate themselves. And if you um, don't like us, keep sh- it to yourself. Yeah, shut up. What are you yeah. doing? We're sensitive. <laughs> Remember that ignorance is not cute. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at GayAgendaCast. You can find us on Patreon, much like my sister Rachel Rebel Yell Higgins did. And she joined us 
on the $10 per month level. And that's why I make up a new nickname for her every podcast episode I do now. Yeah. She also donated to the Ghost Quartet Indiegogo and also made a nickname for herself there. So honestly, I feel like she's going to have an illustrious career as a philanthropist who's only in the game to make up names for herself. You know? And I fucking get it. it. Whatever gets people to philanthropize. Philanthrop? Philanthrop. I don't know if that's it either. a part of your Patreon and your Indiegogo and all of these things, I will flip five vans. Yes. <gasps> yes. I love that. That's a new stretch goal. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, thank you again, Carter. Uh, just thank you in general. I was yeah, about to name you. a specific thing, but you know what? Thank you across the board. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jen, you want to sign us out? All right. Until next time, put this on your gay agenda. Fight the power. Love yourself. Do a little, little a stretch, you know? Some, maybe some yoga or just like hand stretches if you're an artist. Whatever your body needs. Give your body a little love. Yeah. And that's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. We just want to exist. <laughs>